Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right. Because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. And that! This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Yeah, baby. We're doing it. And we're doing it on a Friday. And we're doing it as this thing barrels into a Christmas ahead of us that I think is going to be a ton of fun. And I hope you're set for a good Christmas stretch here, too. It's it's not quite Christmas yet. Not quite. But it's starting to feel like it more and more as we work through the days here on this 15th of December 2023. We're down to the final two weeks of the calendar year. What a journey this year has seen us go on. And I hope everybody out there is getting a chance to uh, to rest it up and to feel good about the vibes in the air. The holiday season is upon us. And right now, I think we need to continue to push forward through those vibes. Be a little nicer. Be a little warmer. Talked a lot of music on the show about the holidays. I think Timbo was with us earlier this week. We had a little JC chat a couple weeks back. Is we got after some good music songs, music songs, music albums, music conversation. Today, let's throw a fun QOD out there as well. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Just one, one movie that you have to watch every year to get in the mode, to get in the mood, to get the vibes right. And we'll play around with that a little bit. I will start. My go-to Christmas movie is Scrooged. I, I can't get enough of it. It has always been one of my favorites and uh, saw it in the theater in New York City with my dad when I was, man, like seven years old. That's how far back I go with that movie. And here we are all these years later, and I still watch it multiple times every, uh, every Christmas stretch. So it's good to have that kind of stuff out there. There's no question about it. And we'll do some of that on this Friday as we wrap up some different conversational pieces. Of course, no people's post game show heading your way this weekend, which is nice as we get a couple weeks to rest up and get ourselves ready to go for conference play. Our people's post game show coming at you for 12 weeks straight, starting right there first week of January. So we're back with you next week for a few more rounds of this bad boy before we shut it down for Christmas and a chance to rest up here after going nonstop the past five, six months here. We're going to rest up, take a few days to ourselves, and then we'll come back. January 1st is a Monday this year. It's also the same day as the college football semifinals. And so we'll be live on the air. Our goal is to get back into this thing by the time we get into the mix as we work it forward and make it happen coming up on the other side on January 1st. So that's our plan for 2024. People's post game shows all sold out. We got some phenomenal local sponsors. We have some great local sponsors here for the football show and the first few months of the program. And now we'll 
mix it up and you're going to hear a lot of new businesses. And I just ask you again, if you can, to support local, my friends, because that is what one of the things that this bad boy program is all about. In Razorback land this weekend, we have ourselves contest going on and getting this thing going in Little Rock between Arkansas and Lipscomb. This game, a lot more about Arkansas Razorback basketball, where the Hogs are at right now, than it is a former Division II school. Although Lipscomb has had itself a lot of success throughout the years. Don Meyer, one of the winningest coaches in college basketball history, won a ton of games at Lipscomb before making his move to Northern State up in Aberdeen, South Dakota. That's a good small school. And you better have yourself up and ready to go, or you're going to get waxed. You're going to find yourself coming out the weekend with a bigger problem than you had going into it. Now, the game, allegedly, will be televised on one of the streaming channels. Anytime I try to consider TV or radio streaming, I get a little pushback on that, but that's okay. TV streaming on SEC Network Plus. So if you can find that, good for you. And if not, we'll just take everybody's word for it that the game actually happened, that the game went down. And that's what we're working with with Arkansas and Lipscomb. Coming up, double header for Arkansas Razorback basketball. We'll go women's game at 12.30. Yes, the gals are playing the Simmons Arena first. And then the guys game coming up afterwards at 5 o'clock. So two basketball games. Hogs doing their annual pilgrimage, if you call it that, to Little Rock to play these games. It's a road trip to go play a home game, which is a bit disconcerting. When you think about the parameters that Arkansas has to operate within to make things happen, but that's what you got is you got basketball with two games coming up around the corner tomorrow. And so can the Hogs put some more pieces in place? We've talked a lot of rotational basketball here on the program the last couple of weeks. It doesn't feel like to me that this team has found its best five, six, seven, eight man rotation yet. It's not that surprising. It really isn't. Because I think you find yourself, as the season goes on, really making those decisions more naturally, more comfortably as guys step up and play well or don't. But I'm not sure this Arkansas Razorback basketball team has a true point guard. I definitely don't think they have a true all-around center. And so it gets back to our conversations about positionless basketball, right? Eric Musselman's idea that all of these parts are interchangeable. No one part is more important than anyone else. I mean, it's an evolutionary view of basketball. It's certainly more of a European professional view of it, where you got seven footers stepping outside of jack threes left and right. I think Arkansas is one of those guys. So what do you have? What is this Razorback basketball team really made of? A team that has already beaten Purdue and Duke in the first month of the season? That is not easy to do, to be two top 10 teams in the first month of the year. And yet... At other times, they've looked like they didn't even really like playing together. Like there was some friction out there. I don't know if they haven't played enough. The injuries haven't helped. You've had Mark and Battle and Brazil, who increasingly just seems a little bit soft with the injury bug. But those guys have not been healthy really yet. And all on the same page this year. And with a team that doesn't have a ton of firepower, you need to get all three of those guys going. And I'd like to see them on the floor more, too, together. I know uh, Mark and Battle have kind of swapped in and out for each other in the early stages of this season. Play them on the floor together. See what happens there. And as far as TB2, you know, I don't know. You can't just coddle them all season. 
but you do have to bring him along so that he's right when it matters in conference play and beyond. Like those are your three best players. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Battle, Mark, and Brazil. And then what? I mean, if you don't have a true point guard, which they don't, because it's not L. Ellis, and it's not Layden Blocker, and it's not Debo Davis. I don't think any of these guys are true point guards. I mean, if you know basketball, you know you need to be a facilitator, a dribble first kind of guy who's able to kind of move in out of tight spaces and look to dish. The only one of those guys I just mentioned who's really a creator is Debo Davis. He's not the best ball handler, though. So I'm not saying that that's a, a panacea for this team's offensive flow problems is you just stick Debo Davis at the one and all of a sudden everything moves smoother. You know, he facilitates it all better. I'm not saying that necessarily happens, but I think you need Debo on the floor. I think he's one of your best players again. I don't think he's your best offensive player. I wouldn't put him in the top three, but I think he's, you know, arguably your best defensive player, arguably. Um, and he certainly is a guy who's probably the most versatile in terms of the skill set out of those guards. So, look, you can start however you want. You can start laying blocker and let Traymond Mark run a little point if you want. The idea is this team needs to try some different guys in different places. And uh, Makai Mitchell's really your only big, which is kind of disconcerting. Not that he's not a good basketball player. He is. But you wonder whether or not he's got the offensive game to go with the frame and go with the size. Will he be able to continue to improve as the season goes on? Let's not forget, Makai Mitchell was barely scratching the, the playing time surface the first couple of weeks of the year and now has himself back in the mix as one of your most reliable centers out there because you don't have many. Um, so that's my five. I mean, I'm rolling out there with Makai Mitchell, Trev Brazil, Caleb Battle, Raymond Mark and Debo Davis. And then if I'm you know, going to take a little further, because we know you got to have a rotation with a few pieces off the bench. Um, I'm going Jeremiah Davenport for the three-point shooting. Such a good three-point shooter. I'm going Layden Blocker for the defense and the attack the rack mentality and the energy. I think the true freshman deserves to play a lot. And then um, I'm thinking about another big out there. It's probably Chandler Lawson, who with his length, and wingspan and frame can cause all kinds of issues for other basketball teams, although his offensive game is is definitely limited. So that that's my rotation right now. I got Jalen Graham, got an odd man out, knocking on the fringes of that rotation. Joe Pinion, again, an odd man out, knocking on the fringes of that rotation. They fall not big enough or thick enough yet, according to the coaching staff to trust him for long stretches out there on the floor. Look, y'all, this game tomorrow is a lot more about Arkansas and the personnel that Eric Musselman is deploying here as the Hogs try to bounce back from a terrible performance against Oklahoma last weekend at the BOK Center in Tulsa. That was bad. Team was not in the game, did not seem ready to go. Coach didn't have his boys in a great place. And then with 16 minutes left, he gets double teed and gives OU a six-point play and his team never recovers. So you, you throw that out. You try to approach the game in Little Rock tomorrow with more of a we're here for the fans mentality. Let's not see technical fouls. I kind of I've had enough of those. You know, it's one thing to be chippy. It's one thing to push the envelope. It's another thing to get labeled a, you know, a team of punks, a team of hotheads. And then you go into games and officials are literally looking to tee you up 
for any transgression. I don't think you want to go down that road. You're already starting to. You've already kind of made that mentality of your team known the last couple of years. So let's let's pull off of that accelerator a little bit. Let's see if this team can't coalesce and be a little more on the same page by battening down the hatches and worrying about itself more than worrying about its opponent. Uh, tomorrow, Little Rock, women and then men. Women's team is having just a bizarro season. That Pine Bluff loss and the canceling the autographs, I, I got to imagine that um, that we're in the ending days of whatever that has been. But um, they still have time. You know, so they could suddenly start being a great basketball team. I don't see it. I don't see schemes on the women's team that are going to save them anytime soon. And the guys' schemes need to start getting better. Let's see some more offensive flow. Let's see some more tenacity on D. And good to hear, as Must said, they're doing more five-on-five live practicing this week than they ever have before in his coaching career. I don't know if that's true, but it sounds nice when he says it out loud, doesn't it? All right, we're 15 minutes in. You know how the monologue goes. 720. On this Friday, December the 15th, 2023. Really appreciate you being on board the show. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWAJB. You can do it there. You can interact there. You can hop on the Podbean Live chat room and get some thoughts in there. We'll try to check in on those before we're done. Usually getting a little, a little negative feedback here or there, but it keeps me sharp, man. I like it. Um, so we got that going on. And what else? YouTube. Um, our website, therealnwajb.com, and don't forget about the podcast universe. You want to time shift the show and listen back to it on your own time. We got you. Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, you name it, we're there. Let's take our first break in the morning. We'll come back. Some headlines to get to. Football news on the transfer portal and a Razorback defensive end who you probably least expected, or at least one of the guys you expected, to not have some issues has had some issues. So we'll tell you about that story. And how about that Thursday night NFL game? Are you kidding me? Quick timeout. Real NWA JB. We're coming back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekends starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Garlic chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. 
When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback Land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Everyone tuning into the show. I hope you're getting a chance to settle into the slower stretch of the year a little bit. Take some downtime. Some folks headed out of town, making that journey to a different spot to go hang with the fam or what may have you. And I've done that a lot throughout the years. This year, we ain't doing none of that. Made so many trips back east this year. It's it's enough for now. I love my people, but that's okay. There's, there's FaceTime, right? There's, there's ways, but, um, yeah, I hope everyone has a good one. You stay safe, eat some good food and, uh, we're back next week for a few more shows. We're not going to hit the, uh, hit the break button yet, but we're close to it coming up on a hundred shows here in, uh, in four months we have man hit the ground running with not a lot of breathing room. And so far the returns have been pretty doggone good as we approach 60,000 listeners here in four months. And y'all have just been so supportive. You make me want to cry even harder. 2024 going to be a big year for us. My friends, that is my forecast. there. going to be a big year. And if you're listening to this show and you're a part of the JB community here on TB Media. It's going to be a big year for you too, my friends. Arkansas and Lipscomb getting a lot of conversation out the gates this morning. Hogs should smash Lipscomb and Little Rock tomorrow. One of those games that is not televised. They put it on the interwebs. And so, you know, a lot of people don't get to see it. I remember, was it two years ago, they lost to Hofstra. And that became one of those L's that got talked about all year, even though... Nobody saw what had happened unless you were at the game, which is, you know, for Northwest Arkansas folks, you're going to drive to Little Rock for the Lipscomb game? Maybe, but you better be pretty diehard if you're going to plan on that trip. And then there's Jashad Stewart. What a weird story out of yesterday. He's at a casino. It's late. He's got a girl with him. There's obviously a lot of drinking going on. They're getting in some fisticuffs at, at, at noon, or excuse me, midnight, rather, other time of day. Midnight, and then 1 a.m., and then 2 a.m., and then 3 a.m. Look, folks, nothing good happens after midnight. Nothing good happens at 3 a.m. in the morning. And definitely not when you're going to ATMs and messing around at a casino. I mean, it just sounds like a debacle. 
So allegedly, Deshaun Stewart pushing his girlfriend, breaking her phone, smashing a windshield, breaking a laptop. These are all in the police report that I'm reading here. This is all allegedly. Obviously, he's innocent until proven guilty. But um, you don't like seeing that for a guy who's looked at as one of your better returnees coming off the edge, play a little defensive end, play a little linebacker too. Yikes. Not a great story about Deshaun Stewart yesterday. And so we'll kind of leave that at that. Schedule out. We got to break that down at length yesterday. 78% of y'all say the best road trip for Arkansas Razorback football coming up here in eight, nine months is, is to Stillwater, baby. I don't know how many of y'all actually hung out in Stillwater before. I've been there a couple times. It's a cool town. Doesn't feel like the rest of Oklahoma. Kind of like how Lawrence, Kansas doesn't feel like the rest of Kansas. And then I get some people tell me Fayetteville, Arkansas doesn't feel like the rest of Arkansas. I digress. This is going to be, according to most people, the road trip you're most keyed up for. Stillwater, week two on September 7th. I think the Hogs are going to need themselves a pretty hefty contingent of folks for that game. You want to have some kind of a, I don't know, not a home field advantage there at T Boone's Pickens Stadium, but you want to feel like that place is a lot closer to 50 50 or at least 70 30 or something. Stillwater week two. Hogs don't have a ton of road trips next year, which is good to see. You go to Auburn, you go to Stark Vegas, you go to Como and not the lake in Italy on the border with Switzerland. Wouldn't that Hemingway's hangout? We're talking about. Columbia, Missouri, to end the season on November the 30th. So schedule gets moved around a little bit. Hogs do get a chance to host Texas, which is pretty awesome. You'll play Texas on November 16th here in Fayetteville. So we're like 11 months away from that game. It's all right. It's all in the crosshairs. It's all coming up down the pipe. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. It's going to be a much... I think easier schedule to navigate just in terms of the two bye weeks and when they happen. And, you know, you get the little rock nonsense out of the way in the first week of the year. And then you get on with your life through the rest of the season. So I think a pretty decent schedule drop. You obviously have some monster home games with the likes of Texas, LSU, Mississippi, and Tennessee. My goodness. All coming to Fayetteville next year. You just hope this football team is ready to go. Because if they're not, it's going to be a long season just like this one was. Ain't no question about that. We also talked earlier in the week about Taylor Green's transfer. Important to keep the full circle vibe going on. You start the week talking about quarterbacks and you end the week kind of looking ahead to next year with some different pieces in place of that position. Uh, Green, Malachi Singleton, KJ Jackson coming up. And yet at the end of the day, Criswell still seems like he's the guy who probably inherits KJ's position most cleanly. And then again, KJ Jefferson has not left Razorback land yet. How this guy has any eligibility left, I don't know. He's in like his eighth or ninth year. Usually those people are called doctors. But quarterback still remains unsettled. College football bowl season revving up next week. Looking forward to that. Raiders and Chargers last night. Did you watch that? I did not either. How about 40? This sounds like a Tecmo Bowl score, y'all. This sounds like a Tecmo Bowl. Like the Raiders just kept giving it to Bo Jackson. Maybe Marcus Allen once in a while, but you give it to Bo Jackson, you're never going to lose. Raiders were up 21-0 after the first quarter. 42-0 at halftime. Let's keep going. 56-7 after three quarters. And your final score 
the Raiders destroy the Chargers 63 to 21. Wow. The Raiders with an interception return for score, a fumble return for score, four touchdown passes for Aiden O'Connell, who Vegas is six and eight and going nowhere fast. Chargers are five and nine. Now they didn't have Herbert for this game. It was Easton stick, the North Dakota state product who stepped up and got the start instead. Herbert with season ending surgery on a broken thumb on his throwing hand makes it a little difficult to throw. I got to imagine they're done with their head coach. Brandon Staley. I mean, my goodness, what a debacle that is. 63 points. And um, figure after three years there, and, and after his replacing of Anthony Lynn, it just hasn't quite clicked and worked out the way they were hoping. What else? Dodgers continue to stack together an all-star roster, even without paying guys what they're worth. It's all about deferring money and paying them down the road. And just like, you know, some sort of collusion going on. I don't know. We'll see if we get TV Tyler in the mix before we're done today. Does it feel right that the Dodgers just have unlimited funds? I mean, it almost makes you want to see a salary cap in the sport just to bring it back down in place again. But Tyler Glasnow, who was an ace for the Rays off on the last couple of years when he wasn't hurt, he is going to the Dodgers in a package that uh, looks like LA just has to give up a couple of minor leaguers here. So the big winner... At the MLB winter meeting so far, obviously the Dodgers, obviously. What else do I have for you? Um, Alabama has hired the Michigan staffer who got fired, uh, linebackers coach in Michigan parting ways in February. And uh, there you go. Alabama says, come on, we're going to hire you. We're going to take you. George Hilo, the ex-Michigan assistant, Joining Alabama because look, I mean, if you if you like what they're doing and they seem to have an edge, there's a competitive advantage. Nick Saban's going to find a way to use you. That makes sense. NBA last night, Thunder Kings was a good one. I'm going to go see the Thunder over the holidays. Looking forward to that. Go see my boy SGA. What a player he is. Isaiah Joe and Jalen Williams getting run too. Joe last night, two for seven, six points. Jalen Williams last night, 3.6 rebounds. SGA, Gildas Alexander, 43 points for the Thunder, but they lose in Sacktown by five. Malik Monk hits some big threes, 18 points, nine assists for Monk, which has become a very decent NBA player. Um, DeAndre Fox, 41 points. And the Thunder fall to 15 and eight. Kings are 14 and nine. It's a little bit like a changing of the guard in the NBA right now. You got some young teams coming up and some older teams like the Warriors and the Clippers just hacking away. Warriors lose by eight in LA last night. Moses Moody continues to fight for any kind of playing time he can get. 11 points for Moses last night, five rebounds in 16 minutes. But the Warriors without Draymond Green, who obviously has just lost it. I mean, did you see that 360 karate chop, that windmill karate chop? That was that was nuts. You can say all you want about it. I didn't mean to do it. You did a 360 windmill. I've never seen that move before. That was impressive. We do it all the time. No, you don't. That was some martial arts type stuff there, man. Draymond, Draymond is out of his gourd. Mavericks lose to the T-Wolves by 18 last night. Remember when Dallas was rocking and rolling early on this year? They're still 15 and 9. But Minnesota, 18 and five. Another team, you're like, wow, best record in the West. 21 to 17 for Carl Anthony Towns. Mavericks get 39 
out of Doncic, but nothing out of Kyrie Irving, who is hurt again. What else is new there? What the heck else is new there? Not much, my friends, not much. 738. We got a redistricting going on. Redistricting. Is that how you say that? Redistrict. That's just an impossible word. Going on in the high school ranks. Arkansas Activities Association has moved some schools up, moved some other schools down. We'll catch up with TV Tyler Cass, our high school sports man on Fridays, coming up here in half an hour. And he can try to make some sense of that for us, is what he can do. So good to have you on board the show today. We are flying through a Friday freestyle. Having some fun with it. Our question of the day. I want a Christmas movie, gosh dang it. Give me your favorite Christmas movie. What is it? You know mine is Scrooge, baby. Every time. Gifts will work here, too. Give me one. We'll come right back. Big Papa. Brian Small from Gravity Design Lab joins us in the mix. We'll talk some honks. We'll talk some Christmas. We'll continue the conversation. Doing it for 90 minutes live. It's the real NWA JB. Right back. On the, on the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505. Or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Ooh, pig suey. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com.
week your show is fighting through a little bit of a bug in the middle, but we're going to get there. Really appreciate you folks being on board today as we continue the conversation at Arkansas Razorback. Everything SEC in the wide world of sports right beyond that. And uh, there we go as we continue to do it and to get your thoughts into the mix on the program. Question of the day today. What is your favorite Christmas movie of all time? If you only pick one, it's your go-to. It's the one you need in your life. It's the one you watch every year on repeat. Favorite Christmas movies of all time. A lot of talk about that here on the program today because, you know, it's fun and it's appropriate. Uh, Let me give you a few more as we continue on the conversation today. And it's an evergreen kind of thing, right? You find a Christmas movie that you love. It doesn't matter as times change and technology changes. You're going to keep going back to that well every single time. Um, We know I'm a Scrooge kind of guy. Here's some other ones to keep in mind as we work our way through it. Bad Santa. Very underrated. Billy Bob Thornton, Arkansas guy. Great in that movie. Charlie Brown Christmas. You want to go back to the cartoons? We can do that. Um, Christmas story on repeat for like a week straight on TBS every year. Right. I've had enough of that one though. Ralphie is uh, pretty classic and fragile. It must be Italian die hard. I can't do Christmas for that one. I know it takes place at Christmas. I don't know. What about Edward Scissorhands? Like that's a Christmas. How, how pretty is Winona Ryder in that movie? That's a, um, and how bizarre looking is Johnny Depp. That's technically a Christmas movie. What about elf? That's risen way up the ranks for me in recent years. Big elf guy. Big elf guy. Does Gremlins count as a Christmas movie? I would say no. See what else here. We talked about Home Alone earlier. Barely, but sure. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Not big into that. My kids love it. Uh, It's a Wonderful Life to this day. So good. Jimmy Stewart, baby. Jimmy Stewart. Crazy. You're crazy. Clarence, what are you doing? You're crazy. I'm trying to think if I've forgotten any big ones out here. People say Love Actually. That's not a Christmas movie. Miracle on 34th Street. Moppy Christmas is weird. Christmas Vacation. Love. Nightmare Before Christmas. No, thank you. Polar Express. You are never allowed to watch that movie in Arkansas ever again. What else? Rudolph. Remember Rudolph? I remember Rudolph. Santa Claus. Not bad. Did anybody ever hear of Frosty the Snowman before? That was a thing once. You've Got Mail may have been a Christmas uh, movie, too, if I remember correctly. It's enough out of me. Scrooge is my number one. Really good conversation today. Appreciate uh, appreciate all you fine folks who tune into the show and been a part of it in our first, what, almost four months in existence. As we barrel past 60,000 listeners and more and more you all find our people's postgame content every time out. No people's postgame show manana. As we will batten down the hatches after Arkansas and Lipscomb get together. Abilene Christian coming up next Thursday. And so that's around the corner, too. And we'll continue to have coverage all hoop season long, January, February, and March. Taking you through the NCAA basketball tournament. As always, you can follow, listen, watch, and subscribe to the program here via Team B Media at The Real NWAJB. And doing it for you live from the Bunker Studio. Hope everyone out there is having a great Christmas season.